it's time for some theory. You're watching the first episode of my series about the book Why We Fight of Guillaume Fai. We want to present a few of the terms of his metapolitical dictionary. Guillaume Fai is um, an intellectual, a part of the French New Right, a movement that has shaped the thinking of conservatism in Europe after the Second World War. They started in the 1970s, they had a huge um, climax and um, yeah, a peak in, the, in these days. Then the movement in a way uh, vanished because they weren't able to transform this whole thinking into political activism, a thing that also Guillaume Fai criticized with the term metapolitics of the void. But their thinking, their books are still there and uh, they were a big source of inspiration for many identitarians. And in this series I want to show people who are interested in our movement one of the sources of inspiration. Of course, generation identity is not, um, yeah, you can reduce them to, to the French New Right. There are a lot of intellectual sources and also for us we are more pragmatic movement. For, for us we want to stop massive immigration, Islamization, we want to stop the Great Replacement. You don't have to read all those books to become an identitarian. And also those books are not our Bibles, we are not Marxists who are, who are indulged in all these theoretical texts. What we want is very easy, but still it's good to have a theoretical fun, uh, foundation and um, this book can give you one. Uh, I think that some some of the things that he claims, some of the things he says concerning Europe and whatever, I don't agree necessarily with, with everything that he says, but I think that the book is a very challenging and very inter interesting lecture, especially this metapolitic dictionary. Identity. Etymologically, that which makes singular. A people's identity is what makes it incomparable and irreplaceable. Characteristic of humanity is the diversity and singularity of its many peoples and cultures. Every form of its homogenization is synonymous with death, as well as with sclerosis and entropy. Universalism always seeks to marginalize identity in the name of a single, unique anthropological model. But ethnic and cultural identities form a block. Maintaining and developing the cultural heritage presupposes a people's ethnic commonality. Identity's basis is biological. Without it, the realms of culture and civilization are unsustainable. Say differently, a people's identity, memory and projects come from a specific hereditary disposition. But biology alone will not ensure a culture's longevity if the will of the people and its elites are lacking. A culture neither survives nor prospers with decapitated elites. Half to read English, and it's a very, very complex English. But what we can take from the first, uh, from those first paragraphs, and I, I cut a few things out where it goes too deep into into uh, French specifics, like um, yeah, Jacobinistic ideology and so on, is that um, the character characteristic of humanity is a pluralism of identities. So there are basic um, uh, basic differences. And uh, humanity doesn't come in one uh, universal and one one united form. And then there are some superficial differences. No, but these differences are very, very deep and very essential. And that um, every um, attempt to homogenize them goes against this basic um, disposition of um, humanity as being pluralistic. Also, he says that um, identity space is biological. You could criticize this uh, because it's actually like um, maybe even a Marxist theory of this uh, basic and the superstructure. I think I would say that uh, biology and culture, like ethnos and um, culture, they are in a way complementary. It's like a human ethic circle. They are basically um, 
in a way, um, yeah, you cannot you cannot reduce it to once, and I also wouldn't say that it's like a basic superstructure structure. Let's see how it goes on. The idea the idea of identity is a thorn in the side of the dominant universal and egalitarian ideology. On the one hand, it finds it terribly shocking, suspecting that identity always has an ethnic scent. On the other hand, one can't, or rather can no longer, for political reason, openly counter a Corsair identity or Breton identity, not to mention a Jewish identity, which no one would think of contesting, though in the 19th century, secular and universalist Jews, beginning with Marx, advocated eradicating Jewish identity, eradicating Jewish customs, religions and anagamous prescriptions. How are such flagrant contradictions overcome? Only through ideological contortions. First, the identity of the peoples constituent of Europe is not openly denied, but neutralized, emptied of substance and relegated to academic study or folklore, in the worst sense of term, stripped in this way of every ethnic reference. Only linguistic identity is paid lip service and then only with a good deal of um, retinence. As the left-wing leaders of the Breton independence movement insist, a non-European settled in Brittany is automatically a Breton. Second, it's understood, of course, that identity is acceptable for alien populations, but abhorrent whenever demanded by Europeans because it's racist. African, West Indian and Arab Muslim identities are encouraged, while any profession of ethnic identity by native Europeans is automatically subjected to hermeneutic suspicion. In this spirit, Europeans are urged to shed all trace of identity or else relegate it to the museum. It's simply too dangerous. And here, Guillaume Fai in his book, I think it appeared a few decades ago, um, yeah, uh, published in 2006, well, uh, uh, 10 years ago, he, 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 um, he foresaw all these, these terms and slogans we have now, that anti-racism is actually a code word for anti-European, anti-white thinking, and um, this huge contradiction that on the one hand, identities are celebrated as diversity and as something positive and cultural when it comes to other people, and that nobody would contest um, a Corsican identity, you can see a Muslim identity or a Jewish identity, but that European identities, just when we want to maintain them, are um, called out for racism, nationalism, and so on and so forth. And I think the first point is also very important, that uh, we are allowed to have this identity and to take pride in our culture, in, in these beautiful buildings, in our music, and also our rotten and preachers elites claim that they are loving this culture and they are, they are cherishing our culture, but actually this culture is completely, um, as um, if I write, emptied of substance and relegated to academic study of folklore and um, neutralized and um, stripped of every ethnic reference. It's stripped of the basic um, truth that it was, that is, you cannot separate it from the people who created this culture. That's what I talked about in a, in a video with Brittany in the beautiful park of the Schönbrunn Castle. If you claim you love this culture, and if you claim you want to maintain this culture and this beautiful architecture and music and philosophy, and at the same time are replaced replacing the population of people who, who created this culture, then you're just a liar or an idiot. Let's go on with with uh, with uh, with Gumfai's description. The notion of identity is not at all endangered by the world that is coming. For despite or because of globalization and westernization, we are going to see identity massively enhanced by the formation of great ethnic blocs in the global south. The only threatened identity is that of dangerous peoples, Analogous to dangerous classes of the 19th century Paris, 
the dangerous peoples being native Europeans who are now prohibited from having an identity, at least an identity that is anything other than a museum piece. And that's the thing. The, um, the people, the white guild cucks, you know, with this anti-white self-hatred, they think we are so dangerous and we are the masters of the universe, it's actually a form of condescending racism that we are not allowed to have an identity because this would be too dangerous for the other people and like in an act of of um, positive um, um, yeah um, affirmative action positive discrimination um, they they um, are rallying for minority identity politics to make them stronger against these evil or white superhumans as they see themselves and us actually it's a very very I don't want to go um, uh, go full uh, DR3, but actually it, it is true. They have a very neurotic and very crazy and contradictory approach to their own identity. So Gunfai closes this uh, definition with the following paragraph. Finally, the idea of identity has to be linked to the notion of continuity. Identity is never fixed or frozen. It remains itself in changing, reconciling being and becoming. Identity is dynamic, never static or poorly conservative. Identity should be seen as the foundation of a movement that endures through history, the generational continuity of a people. I call it a generation spanning wheel. Sorry for all these spelling errors, it's very complex English. Dialectical notions associating identity and continuity permits a people to be the producer of its own history. So, um, what does it mean here? Identity is, of course, a dynamic thing. It's never frozen or static. It's, as we call it, we, I mean, uh, philosophy students, a hermeneutical circle. What does it mean? When we are talking about, for example, the Austrian identity, I am an Austrian, I'm, I'm part of this identity, so I'm talking about a thing that I'm part of. It's like when you want to give a definition of language. You cannot give a definition of language because you're using language to give this definition about language. It's the definiens definiendum. So the thing that you are defining is the same thing that you are using to define it. So actually you're in a hermeneutical circle. You don't find this, um, this position that Aristotle uh, and others were looking for where you have this, um, um, have this pivot and the leverage to, to, to move the whole world. You cannot take yourself out of the whole system. And that's the a, that's a thing with our identities. Everybody is born in a certain cultural identity and Roman realm. And so there is no non-cultural view of the world. Everybody who claims to have it is actually, um, as um, um, Samuel Huntington says, uh, a universalist, you know. Um, what's universalistic in principle is imperialistic in ineffective, you know. And what's in what's universalism to the West is imperialism to the rest. Actually, he's just um, forgetting or oblivious about his own ethno-cultural foundation. Everybody comes out of a different ethno-cultural identity, and we as identitarians we are cherishing this. While globalists, whether in in religious disguise, for example, as Muslims, or in um, in an atheist disguise as certain neocon American warmongers or leftist liberal progressive um, globalists, they want to deny this, they want to overcome this because they want to create a paradise of the, uh, on the world, the end of history. But it all leads us to uh, different terms later on. I hope this video was interesting for you. Um, I hope uh, you know now more about the term for identity and I hope uh, you just as me looking forward to the next term and I'll see you in the next video of the series of why we fight Guillaume Fai's Metapolitical Dictionary.